Welcome to today's episode of the Hungry Trilobite Podcast. My name is Aaron Bossig, and I'm going to be your host. Today I'm welcoming Shana Toff, an actress who has a lot of great ideas and great advice for anybody who's trying to build a creative career while having to maintain the more practical realities back home. Let's get started. On tap today, we have Shauna Toft. How are you doing today? I am fabulous. How are you today? I am doing fantastic. I am really eager to talk to you about all sorts of things, not the least of which being that you are definitely, you are an up-and-coming actress. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, I've looked over what you've done, and I just love people like yourself who are just so energized at getting into a creative field. Thank you. I've, I've actually, you know, I've had the acting bug like my entire life and I grew up in theater and, you know, doing plays and things like that. And I really was not encouraged to pursue acting uh, as a career, but I was allowed to do it for fun. Um, I had to focus, of course, on school and getting a degree and things like that. Um, but that desire never went away. I did what my parents wanted me to do as far as school and college and such. And I wound up taking actually a a really long break from doing any acting whatsoever because I wound up moving out of my parents' house and um, getting with my now (laughs) ex-husband, but I moved to another state when all of that happened. And there just, there really weren't acting opportunities up there in the mountains. And so that kind of just, just fell away for a couple of decades. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because I'm 42 years old and I actually still play a high school kid from time to time. And, um, I just, I have situations to be, (laughs) I know, I know it's crazy because, you know, I, I am a single mom. I've been a single mom for 11 years and I, got back into acting three and a half years ago. You know, my, my kids are older now. My oldest is 20. I've got an 18 year old, 16 and a half year old, 15 year old and 13 year old. And so, you know, obviously when they were younger, I wasn't able to really do anything, but, you know, stay home and, and raise small kids. Cause I had, you know, I had three of them in diapers at the same time at one point, And that's kind of crazy. So you can't really, really, um, get into stuff that you want to do acting wise and that sort of thing because of the time commitments. But, um, three and a half years ago, I, I got pushed back into acting when a really good friend of mine saw an audition notice and she's like, you know what, girlfriend, you need to go do this. And so I said, okay, you know, I'll go check it out. And then that just reignited my passion for it. And I have been booking, 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 booking ever since. And I just love it. I train with Glenn Morshower, who is extremely active on Clubhouse. If you are an Apple user, you've had access to Clubhouse for quite some time now. If you had an invite, Clubhouse is now available to Android users. So once you accept an invite. Once you get an invite and accept it on Clubhouse, please be sure to um, search up Glenmore Shower. He is an amazing acting coach. I've been with him for two years and he is just a cornucopia of wisdom. And I've learned so much from him, but he is also completely about total wellness, mind, body, and spirit, you know, and, and that fully 
folds into how you come across on camera as well. Because if you've got junk going on in your life, it's going to show in your face and in your presence. And, you know, I've, I've, I've learned so much from him, not just acting, but, you know, total, total essence uh, from him. So that's a little digression from our discussion, but I just wanted to plug him a little bit too, because he has been an integral role in my acting career. <laughs> so I am, I'm very, very grateful to have been connected with him. And I have made so many really, really super great connections, especially within the past year. And it's amazing because even with COVID, things have not slowed down for me, at least in the acting realm, because I live in a right to work state. And so we have still been moving forward with independent projects and things like that. And we even through COVID filmed Cruel Summer, my two oldest boys and I uh, worked on that for two months. Earlier this year, we COVID tested every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and we were so excited when we got an air date for Cruel Summer. We actually don't have any lines in the show, but I am uh, a reporter in episode five, and you will see all three of us a whole lot in episode five in particular. That's the one that just aired. We're actually in almost every single episode, and we had such a great time. My agent um, does encourage us if we want to to go ahead and be an extra on SAG Productions because there is an opportunity for us to be bumped up or even sometimes get an audition, which one of my sons did get an audition with Beth Sepko. And I thought that was really, really cool. That was his first audition ever. And it was a really, really close decision between my son and one other kid who was working on the show since day one as well. So the other kid wound up getting that, that little speaking part, but my son is, um, actually on the official freeform page for cruel summer so his his photo and then a video of the three of us um is on the official cruel summer facebook page so i'm i'm really happy about all of that and that i've got a lot of stuff coming up so i'm going to pause for a moment and allow you to ask questions as well well, it's, it's not so much a question, but a, a lot of the stuff you're talking about here is part of the, the trilobite part of Hungry Trilobite in that I'm not a spring chicken. I'll be honest with you. I'm about to turn 40 next month. And a lot of my colleagues and fans are in that same boat where it's like we like these things, but we're not just discovering it for the first time. We've been around the block. And in some, I've heard a lot of my fellow you know, artists on Twitter, they'd be like, did I miss the boat? Did I, is it too late for me to start? Is, and, and what you're talking about is exactly the opposite. You're saying you're getting going now and you're having a hell of a success at it. Right, and exactly. And, and I, I attribute a lot of that also to relationship equity, but it's also just not being afraid to take even a small step to change what you want. Um, sometimes it is a giant leap. I mean, I completely quit my job <laughs> on Friday <laughs> and, um, I, I could not be happier. I mean, it was the best mother's day gift I ever gave myself. You know, I am no longer 
a slave to somebody else's time clock. You know, I work when I want to work. And even as a single mom, I mean, I'm, you know, you can't be afraid to start something new because if it is something that you are meant to do, it's going to work out. And I encourage people also to speak things into existence. You know, if you're a religious person, you know, the good book says not to worry about anything, you know, and, and the, the power of the word is incredible. And if, if you believe in the law of attraction too, that's a very, very real thing. I mean, you know, some, sometimes negativity does creep into your life. You have doubts and things like that, but you need to get to a point where you're okay with saying, you know what, this too shall pass. We're going to get through all of this. And, and I am successful. I done did that. You know what I'm saying? So um, I, I speak, I, I've, I've learned to speak th- about things as if they've already happened. And I don't know how many people out there do vision boards, but I actually do vision boards and I have expanded that into a manifestation wall. And so I get, I have a subscription to the Hollywood reporter. And when those come in the mail, I cut out things that I want to have happen. And I put them on my manifestation wall. And I kid you not, those things have happened and they continue to happen because it's, you know, whatever you put your energy toward whatever you focus on, you know, that's going to be your heart's desire. And so that's where all of your energy is going to be feeding into. And if, if it's something that you really, really want, you're going to find a way to make it happen. Your, your energies will line up, your uh, connections will line up and you will be successful. If you have even a shred of doubt that something's going to happen. Well, you know, that, that puts a hurdle to what it is that you want to do. So if, if you're starting, I don't know, you know, Kathy Bates, she is like one of the most amazing actresses out there. And she was uh, definitely in her midlife when she got her big, big break. And so, I mean, you don't have to be 15 years old in this industry. You don't have to be, you know, somebody wet behind the ears to actually start the career you were meant to have or pick it back up. You know, if you had to have a a detour for family reasons, you know, taking care of a sick parent or raising kids or whatever it is, you can still pick it back up or even start it. If, if it's in your vision, it is completely possible for you to do. You just have to direct your energies on the right path. And you can find that concept in all sorts of different manifestations. I, I don't even, uh, we had some more Smallwood from Star Trek Discovery on not too long ago. And she, she has a, a phrase, manifest your shit, which basically is exactly what you're talking about in a right. slightly different spin. I have heard of people okay. using things uh, that basically... Uh, self-assertments as where they they basically write down what they want over and over and it focuses them and right it's difficult to say exactly how it works but once you manage to get yourself focused and just stop assuming the world will come to you that puts a lot of power in you 
Right. Exactly. I mean, the the world is not going to help out a lazy person. That's all there is to it. You know, you're not going to have success just fall in your lap. You have to work for it, you know, and, and, you know, I I was also raised on, on Dave Ramsey principles. (laughs) So um, I, I don't have credit cards. I don't have debt accumulating. I did just buy a, another Lexus and I do have, um, I do have payment on that, but that will be paid off by like this summer. And I just bought it in February. So I'm talking like very, very short term stuff, but I'm not accumulating credit card debt. I'm not accumulating all this other stuff that's going to eat at my ability to be successful because, oh man, you know, I've got to, got to cut back on that interest rate and that sort of thing. So spend wisely, save wisely, you know, don't, don't spend more money than you have unless, you know, you have to finance a house or something like that. Be really smart about your choices and, you know, don't, don't do things that are are going to um, put more hurdles in your way. You know, if you're having financial issues, then that's going to put a hurdle in your way. So just, just be really, really smart about purchases and things like that. Um, I, I have, um, I, I'm, I have a tax accounting background also, but I have spreadsheets and things like that, that I go over and and stuff, but yeah, just, you know, being really, really smart about every area of your life, financial relationships, cut out people who, who take away from your success, you know, the, the naysayers, uh, the non-supporters, that sort of thing too. I mean, I've had to cut some people out of my life just because, they, they were disrupting my energy flow and I can't have that. I refuse to have that. And so there's, there's only positive people in my life. And that's, that's one of the reasons that I no longer have a job because it was a life sucker for me. And granted they were working around my film schedule and everything, but I wasn't happy. And if something's not making you happy, you are the only person who can make that change. And, and sometimes it's a really scary thing, but you've got to push past all of that and just realize that making that change is opening the door to your success with whatever it is you want to do. And another thing that's striking me, not that I'm disagreeing with anything you're saying, but that you're coming as to this as an actress with a lot of skills that a lot of people would consider completely unrelated and you're making that work for you. You're making a lot of very smart decisions. Uh, exactly. I, I, I talk a lot about how the tools for success in the 21st century are very different than they were in the 20th century, which is where a lot of us are still thinking. Mm-hmm. You can be an actress and still have a very solid business background. In fact, I would suggest it strongly because you're the only one that can look out for you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I, I actually I, I did go to school for business. I, I originally was going to be a chemical engineer. And it's, it's crazy because I, I wound up changing majors because of a professor that I had I, for my engineering physics class. Like he, he wore this, this shirt that exposed his belly button and he did it on purpose. And it was just, he, it, I just, I didn't want to look at it. So I quit going to class. <laughs> so I was not as successful as I could have been in that class, but I wound up changing my major over to business and I wound up getting two bachelor's degrees and two master's degrees. Uh, one, my first one in 
management, my second one in marketing, and then my first master's degree in marketing, my second master's degree in accounting. And then, um, you know, technically I don't use any of those uh, degrees for acting, but I do at the same time. So, Ten minutes we've been talking here, listening to what you're telling me, I can see how your mind is working at those things. It, it's, it's one of those cases where you can have talents that don't necessarily collaborate, but you can find the ways to make them work. And that makes you more powerful than somebody else without those skills. Exactly. I mean, I you know, Go ahead. Uh, Maya Bialik, for example, uh, was Amy Farrah Fowler on uh, the Big Bang Theory, and she was Blossom when she was a, teen- a teenager, I apologize, uh, a teenager. So she uh, she grew up as a child actress, but she still went to school and she got a doctorate and she is still making more money as an actress <laughs> with a doctorate. And so, you know, I, I'm not saying, hey, don't go get an education or anything like that. But if you want to do something that's a little bit out of the box, make sure that you're applying that knowledge to whatever it is as well. I mean, I I think everybody needs to have some business skill. I've been talking a lot about the, I call it the myth of the starving artist. This Mm -hmm. idea that if you really want to be in the arts, that's what you have to focus on. And you give yourself such a, a push toward that that you let everything else slide. And if that doesn't work, you literally starve because you will not accept, you know, having a day job. You won't accept getting an education. You won't accept making a reasonable decision to pay the bills here and there. And that's, I'm sorry, it's bullshit because we all need to pay the bills. We all need to do, we all need to protect ourselves and our families. Right. Right. Well, you know, and, and I actually am one who refuses to have a day job, but I was working a night job so that I could film during the Mm -hmm. day because my day job was interfering with what I was meant to do. But and you made so, that choice now after you yes. put, you laid the foundation, you got yourself ready. You didn't just say, as of today, I have no money coming in, but I'm going to make it. That wasn't your exactly. choice. Exactly. Well, and, and, you know, that's, that's not the, the whole, the whole phrase starving artist is just, you know, that that's kind of a, a, a phrase that, that we don't like to, to say, you know, at least, at least not in my acting class. We're like, yeah, don't ever, don't ever call yourself that because that's what you are going to become because whatever you speak is whatever you're putting your focus toward. So we are not, we are not any of that. We are working actors. So uh, we, we even changed the name of our class. We are the Extra Mile Working Actors Workshop because that is where our focus is. Uh, we are not any kind of starving artist, but we're also applying business principles. We're applying, you know, total wellness to ourselves. And we're not like, oh yeah, just go quit your job. You know, <laughs> no, please have a job. <laughs> Whatever you have to do to make sure the bills are paid, please do that. But also have this focus if this is something that you want for your career. You know, don't don't just throw everything to the wayside and be like, oh, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm I'm going to throw caution to the wind. Don't be smart about it. Whatever change you're making in your life, be smart about it. The four walls are more important than, um, you know, potentially living in a tent somewhere mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> and like you said before there is a peace and a focus that comes with not having to worry about those practical things not having to worry about what's going on off the stage 
Right. There, there is because you know when when you have those those burdens because you you've made a, a poor decision and you haven't prepared first, then you know that that carries over into what you have put your energies toward in your career. So I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm just gonna tell people just be be smart be really, really smart about it. Make sure that, that especially your financials are in order before you make any huge jump. But also I, I encourage people to have multiple streams of income too, because when I'm not saying if, but when one doesn't work out for one reason or another, you still have other resources available to you. So like I, I, I have, um, you know, I, I'm not just an actor. I also, I, I do accounting for people when I feel like it. Um, I'm a merchandiser when I feel like it. I, um, you know, I'm an MC. I'm a director. I'm a producer. I'm an editor. You know, I have all these other things that I do. And I do it all when I feel like it, which is even better. Um, but, you know, I, I always make sure that the bills are paid before anything else. And, yeah. and that's, that's what a lot of people don't think about first. Yeah, and that's it's just um, like I said, I've, I've looked at a lot of people. Let's, let's just take acting for the, I mean, I've talked to comic book artists and musicians and stuff, but especially our actors in particular, it is not uncommon to find an actor who is also selling real estate right. or an actor who is also uh, doing a YouTube career or they have a, a cameo stream. A couple of years ago, this might have seemed like something that was unseemly. Now I just say it's smart business. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, well, and, and like, I've just started getting into voiceover auditions as well. So like I bought, um, I I've had a home studio for a couple of years and I keep adding to it piece by piece because equipment is expensive and I don't buy it unless I can pay for it outright. And so I have upgraded my sound equipment too. And I've started sending off voice reels and things like that. And, you know, I'm, I'm waiting to hear back on, on some of those, but I'm just like, you know, there is so much out there. There is so much out there, but you know, it's like, even if you have an agent and I, and I do have multiple representation, but my primary agent is SAG and she, she does her job so, so well, but I'm also one of those actors who is constantly uh, scrubbing for audition, you know, casting notices and things like that. Cause you know, it, it is a full-time job making sure that, that you're looking at all possible resources for, um, projects and, and things too. So don't leave it up to somebody else to find the work for you. You know, I mean, you're, you're signed with an agent and that agent is backing you. That agent is putting his or her reputation on the line whenever you're submitted for something. But also, if you want to work, then work at finding the work, too. And, so, and we even have an opportunity right now. Uh, I've seen this, especially since COVID. But even before that, there was a trend that actors would talk about. I, they couldn't get work. They would fish for projects they wanted. They couldn't find a match with the project they wanted. They might be... Uh, a very talented young actress, but they're trying to do a comedy and they can't get taken for that or vice versa. They might want to do drama. They can't get taken for that. And they just decide, screw it. I know a couple of directors. 
I know a couple of, and they make their own movie. And those can be some of the best movies because they're made specifically because the people who could make it wanted to. Absolutely. You know, and, and that's, that's one of the things that we did uh, for Amazon Prime. I've, I've actually, I'm very excited. I, I just was told a day or two ago, uh, all my days run together sometimes, but um, I directed an episode of an independent series on Amazon Prime. It's called Evil Deeds. I can talk about that a little bit because um, my episode is episode nine and it's called Hugo. And that dropped yesterday. You have to pay to see it uh, because of content on there. But um, I'm very, very excited because I also got to cast that episode. And so I'm like, you know, I know these actors. Uh, I did hold auditions and I did watch everybody's tapes and everything. But um, I selected actors that I knew would make my job easier as the director, too. And I'm very happy with how it turned out. And... I'm in a later episode of that series, which I can't talk about yet. And then on Amazon Prime, uh, pretty soon I will have a short on there. Um, and I'm actually getting writer credit for it because it's, it's a slasher film that we filmed up in Arkansas and it's called Snowy Night. So be on the lookout for that. But um, we improv the entire movie. And we had so much fun with it. And uh, it's, it's got, some, got some twists. I mean, we had a general storyline that we were following, but it's all unscripted. So, Shauna, really I, I can tell you that it, if I was going to recommend somebody listen to this episode because they were looking to get into acting, I would be saying the reason you want to listen to this is because she's giving you a lot of great examples of resources you can use and success stories that you have. And I'm going to make sure all that goes into the show notes on my website, AaronBosick.com. Your class, your uh, mentor, all your projects, all that's going to get out there. Awesome. Is there any place else that you'd want to send people while we're talking here? Uh, sure. Check out my IMDb page, <laughs> please. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they, can, they can stay in, um, in, on top of projects that I've actually been added to because, you know, most of the time, especially when it's a bigger thing, you want to wait for production to add your IMDb credit. Um, so, so like Cruel Summer is technically owned by Disney. It's on Freeform and Hulu, but it is a, uh, a Disney subsidiary. So, I mean, you don't want to, <laughs> you don't want to add yourself to things on, on things like that. But um, I don't have all of my credits on IMDb, but it is a really good resource to, to check out uh, some of the, the bigger things that I've been working on. And my Facebook page, I do have a public Facebook page. And um, I, I post a lot on Instagram also. So my, my Instagram is at Shauna Toft, S-H-A-N-N-A-T-O-F-T. That's Tango Oscar Foxtrot Tango. And I've got my personal, I'm sorry, my fan page on Facebook uh, that is just IMDB Shauna Toft. Uh, so facebook.com slash IMDB Shauna Toft. And then I've got my actual IMDB page, which my, my vanity URL is www.imdb.me slash Shauna Toft. 
Again, all that's going to be in the show notes. And I tend to add to the show notes as time goes on. So if something comes up that's relevant to this episode, it's going to get slipped in there, whether it's months or years in the future. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you for doing this. I, again, I think this is really exciting. I think uh, I'm going to, you're going to be a talent I'm going to want to watch. And I would love to have you back on at any point. Awesome. I would love to be back. Thank you so much. Thanks for so much. And uh, talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Thank you. I would like to thank Shauna for being my guest today, and I would like to thank you for listening. For the community building part of the show today, that part where we talk about growing the show that costs you nothing and takes less than five minutes of your time, I would like to go back to the part where Shauna and I were talking about the resources you can use to get started in acting or the arts or any sort of inspiration you might have. If you're trying to break into those things, send me an email and tell me your story. All I want to do is find out what your personal journey has been like. You can use my email address, bossigpodcast.yahoo.com, or my Twitter handle, at Aaron Bossig. If you like the show, go ahead and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, and we are syndicated on Realm of the Mist, a fantastic podcast network. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time.